This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 542, Get Your Marriage On with Dan Purcell. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And joining me today is Dan Purcell. Dan Dan is the founder of a little, I don't know, let's call it a movement of get your marriage on. I think there's way too many people out there who are just not having as much fun as they could in their marriage. And there are principles that change that. Dan is the man who knows what he's talking about along these lines. Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio, Dan. Thank you. Happy to be here. And I got a laugh about you're saying you're the shrink that helps expand people's life. That's like a paradox, right? <laughs> well, you know what? There's a lot of paradoxes in psychology. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and you've run into this with your coaching too. I mean, you, part of your focus, obviously, is helping couples to establish a cleaner, more effective, more enjoyable patterns of intimacy and connection mm-hmm. within their marriage. Yes, yes. And I, I would love to first just find out a little bit more about why you are so passionate about this. What is it that lights you up about this, Dan? Well, I'm I'm surprised that I'm even on this podcast because I would consider myself the least likely person to be talking about these things. So, Really? It all happened. So my wife and I, we met in middle school. We were, we dated a little bit in high school. We weren't like boyfriend, girlfriend per se, but. We're in the same circle of friends. We got married um, a few years. You know, we were both in our 20, early 20s. Mm. We've had a good marriage. But when it came to sex and intimacy, it was something that wasn't talked about a lot in our homes growing up. It was, you know, the biological reproduction talk or the thou shalt not talk. But when it uh. came to like enhancing or building a great sex life that's vibrant and full of joy and, you know, this positive energy, those kinds of discussions were never really present. It was always, if you go too much down that direction, then you're falling into like, you know, you're the getting category into like, trouble or yeah, like, evil or something. Yes. Right. And I, I get idea, I don't know, visions of like billboards in Las Vegas coming to mind. <laughs> like that's uh-huh. what, so, so it's kind of this like weird idea, like, yeah, sex is supposed to be good. But there's no details on how to make it good. And if you want to know what good sex might be like, then you're on the wrong path because that's not what things are. Um, so that's that's for people. That's for immoral people. Kind of kind of mm. that idea. So kind of this idea of like spirituality yeah. is over here and sexuality is over there, and you can't have both. Like uh, kind of right. this kind of this idea. Um, you know that's so interesting, Dan, uh, because as you say that. I've I, I grew up with a similar kind of training, uh-huh. and it's almost this this paradoxical double meaning or yes. double message, right? Mm-hmm. Because you mm-hmm. go to you go to church or with your parents or in the community or the culture, it's like 
sex is dirty, sex is bad, sex is evil. And then in the next breath, save it for someone you love. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Why the heck would you save the worst stuff for the best people? Uh-huh. Right, right. So there's that, a disconnect there. Mm-hmm. And I think it it programs our minds, even as young children, to mm-hmm. have this, this dilemma. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we also have natural, God-given drives Mm-hmm. and desires that are there for a purpose right so, right anyway right. you're getting me going on that <laughs> good. please please continue with what your thought was good and so after we we're married we had a lot of questions about sex but i really didn't know where to turn for them so uh yeah. we got if you know i think our um our our church leader gave us a, a book to read and mm-hmm. we read that and it had some help for information but um we just i never felt comfortable googling my questions because i didn't know what might come up and i just i just scared of it so like in in other words uh we kind of lived in a way where we just kind of snuffed or stuffed a lot of our sexual questions and we went on life and things were fine because what what you don't know uh what do you say Ignorance is bliss, kind of, except in this mm. case, it wasn't quite blissful because what you don't so know blissful. isn't helpful. <laughs> no. Right. Right. Yeah. Until uh, fast forward 13 years and uh, I had a conversation with a friend. And this friend really opened up to me and told me about his sex life with his wife. And just to put things in context, it wasn't an inappropriate conversation or it wasn't like, he was bragging or anything like that. Yeah, it's not this locker room juvenile. No, stuff. it wasn't like that. No, no, it wasn't. And I think the spirit of it was I was trying to tell me that, you know, really working on your sex life and making it great has all of these benefits. Like he and his wife are, you know, they have a stronger bond than ever. They communicate better. The little irritants that are just normal part of any marriage, those kind of more fade into the background. They're parenting together better. Like there's all these benefits that he and his mm-hmm. wife were experiencing. But he went on to tell me, like, I guess you could tell I had morbid curiosity. It's like, oh, wait, 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 no, tell me more. No, no, don't tell me. No, wait, tell me more. It's <laughs> kind of like looking at the accident as you're yeah, driving exactly, down the road. Right. You don't want to know what happened, but you kind of do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like telling me some of the stuff he and his wife are doing in bed. I'm like, really? People actually do that? I didn't know, like, I, I didn't think good people were supposed to do that. And he's a good person. So... Like, yeah, really? You can do that? Like, anyway, that conversation just flipped everything in my mind on its head because I realized he had something I didn't have. I wanted that bond. I wanted that playfulness. I wanted that flirtiness. I wanted that, uh, for lack of a better word, that Eros energy that mm-hmm. that comes from, from what he was describing. I wanted mm-hmm. that for my life. Yet, I had to reconcile that if I'm going to improve, or if my wife and I were going to improve in our sexual relationship, we had to get more information. And that was a very scary thing for us to do because I, I, we thought getting any information on this was always crossing the line into pornography or something very detrimental to our mm. souls or something like that. There's taboos and restrictions. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Well, you overcame that at some point. <laughs> We did. Or at least you've you've passed into a different phase of this. Tell me about the transition. Well, I guess it's that it wasn't like either or. Like, it's not that you can either be a spiritual person and have have a good sex life. 
which was in my head, right? You can, you can only have one or the other, but it's more mm -hmm. about a process of learning how to integrate the two. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of people that came in my life at that moment that really helped. The first is uh, we found, we were like, my wife and I had a long discussion about our sex life that night after that conversation with my friend, like, how are we doing? It was probably the most vulnerable conversation we've had on that topic to that point mm -hmm. in our marriage. And we were up mm -hmm. to 2 a.m. talking, like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? How do you feel about this? Like, and we're both really open and honest with each other. And we both came to the conclusion that we needed to learn more. We found mm -hmm. a few really helpful books. They were written by author, like, for example, we're, we're Christians. We, we're, mm -hmm. we, we didn't want to, we found a good Christian author that wrote a very in, fantastic book. So we started there. Then we found a few others. And then um, also my neighborhood is a, uh, a LMFD, a licensed marriage family therapist that specifically helps couples with betrayal, trauma, um, pornography disclosure, mm -hmm. uh, pornography use issues. So I think of all the people he would know best, like where that line is, because that's what I wanted to know, right? Where's the line? Like what's good or whatever. So I took him to lunch. I think we went to Chick-fil-A. And if you can't imagine, I, I'm like, I'm just going to ask him all my questions. Just Here lay it, it out there. <laughs> lay it Here we there. go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, <laughs> and so we're talking to like really in-depth, some, somewhat graphic conversation, but and I, I feel sorry for the family next to us if they were eavesdropping. <laughs> 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 what we're talking about. And it was a fun conversation because he really helped me. He was so encouraging. It's like, Dan, this is great stuff. I'm so glad you're asking these questions. You know, this mm -hmm. is all good. And just, he was very encouraging on all these things. And he's kind of became a good mentor for us at that phase of our, of our development. Mm -hmm. Then it wasn't very long after that, that we started to feel like, holy smokes, the bond between us started growing stronger. We started communicating better. We started parenting our children together better. Uh, the grass was all of a sudden greener and the sky was bluer. Like there was all these like, benefits that we just started feeling wow. in our life and all those like fun feelings we had early on in our marriage and in the relationship just flooded right back but in stronger force we're just so wow. excited to be with each other and so and then we're like this is too good like we can't keep this to ourselves we need to share this with others and that's where <laughs> get your marriage on kind of got its origins wow you know it's so interesting to me that the only thing that gets in our way is our thinking. That's right. Uh -huh. Which gets programmed. I mean, we come by it honestly. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Through culture, family tradition, uh, religion, whatever it is. And we mm -hmm. get this these ideas programmed into our head. And it's not that we can't experience joy and fulfillment. It's that we need to change our thinking in order to yes. experience that joy and fulfillment. Right. What, what have you found along those lines? So we got to challenge our thinking. We got to be willing to be wrong. You have to be mm. willing. And sometimes you straddle the fence too much. Like I don't, I could be right or it could be wrong. I don't know. And because I don't know, I don't want to proceed. Like a lot of people like get kind of, it's like a, ever been in an airplane they can't land yet, so they circle and they circle and they circle, waiting for like ground clearance to to land. We kind of do that in our decision making or in our thought patterns all the time. We're just circling still because uh, 
we haven't given ourselves permission to pick one or the other because we're afraid of being wrong, right? What if I pick one and it's wrong? But I've come to the conclusion, I, I think that that inaction keeps us stuck. And oftentimes you have to pick a side and go down it and you'd be willing to be wrong on it, but you have to pick a side because that's the only way you'll ever really find out if it really is right or wrong for you. There's a story, there's a YouTube video my kids and I watched a while ago about a dad and his son. They're out here in Southern Utah in the, in the back roads and uh, they want to go home, but they kind of got lost. They forget, they get to a fork in the road. Was it right or left? They didn't know. Mm-hmm. So they said a prayer and they felt really strongly to turn right. So they go mm-hmm. right. And then, you know, in a short amount of time, they hit a dead end. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, interesting. So they back up and then back to that fork in the road and they went left. And that was a correct home and they went home. And it's like, why would we pray about this and be feel prompted to go right when that was a dead end? Shouldn't we have gone, like felt prompted to go left? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as he thought about that, he's like, well, actually... Because we hit the dead end, we knew for sure it wasn't the right path. It wasn't the right Whereas path. if we had taken the left, we would have kept going on and questioning, is this still the right one? Is this still the right one? Is this still the right one? Um, all the way home. So hmm. I, I like that like idea. You have to pick a side and go mm-hmm. for it and be willing to be wrong or hit that dead end so you know that the other one might be correct too. So I think that's wow. a thought process that I think could help us a lot in our – like when we're straddling like – the things of like, especially related to our growth and development and our, and our sharpening our thinking on things. Mm. I, I interviewed uh, several years ago, Brett Williams here on the show. Um, he's the author of You Can Be Right or You Can Be Married. Okay. <laughs> and, and when, I love that title. Uh, and and when, when you said just now, you know, we have to be willing to be wrong. And this is probably one of the most powerful psychological tools that I've ever encountered. And I've labeled it humility, but it's basically giving up our need to be right in exchange for being open. Yes. So what if we could take some of those traditional programmed beliefs and just put it in a place of question? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm right about that. I'm willing to be wrong about that. And then right. maybe try something new. I, I can tell, Dan, in talking to you in the, the previous conversations we've had, that this has upgraded your life. It has. Yep. It has. <laughs> and I love so, that you're passionate about sharing it now, because uh-huh. now you're in a position where you can share the information that you've gained hopefully to help other people have a similar experience in upgrading their life. Right. So I'm an app developer by training. Like uh, my degree is in computer Ah. science and that's what I know. And I'm kind of an entrepreneur too. So I thought Mm -hmm. mostly for selfish reasons, we should make an app that talks about, you know, full of bedroom games and quizzes and, uh, ideas and like flirty things you can message each other and like all of these Mm -hmm. ideas that that just keep coming up like we should make an app for this and Mm -hmm. so i did and uh to my utter surprise it's it's taken off (laughs) and and, uh that's open doors for me 
because mm -hmm. people are downloading the app, using it, and all of a sudden they ask questions. Well, can you help me and my spouse with our marriage? And or also um, other people in this space that mm -hmm. that are you know going for stronger marriages through strengthening sexuality. They they share the app where I collaborate with them, so I develop relationships with others in the in the space mm -hmm. too, and mm -hmm. and uh, that process has also expanded us expanded mm -hmm. our understanding even more and in a in a way like the teacher learns the most as they say like doing the research on apps and what to put in it and how we're going to do it uh means we got to you know we got to beta test this <laughs> make sure it's right <laughs> got to do some field work there <laughs> yeah exactly honey i got another build to try tonight let's do it <laughs> oh that's fun but so you know there's those benefits too and uh so uh, this was in 2017 when I launched the app. In 2018, I, um, uh, I my wife and I just had this harebrained idea to put on a conference because where we live mm -hmm. in in St. George, Utah, there's uh, we have conferences for family history. We have conferences for you know uh, the Coalition Against Pornography. We have all these other conferences, but nothing for like pro marriage, like strengthening the marriage relationship, especially uh, about intimacy. Yeah. So uh, these are two introverts that didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> we somehow That's figured perfect. it out. And 550 people came to our first conference. It was incredible. Wow. It was really cool. And that's what the day I got the shot in the arm. Like this, this is my calling in life. This is what mm -hmm. I want to do more of. And just seeing couples walk out holding hands, big smiles on their face and uh just just seeing just this can be a movement like let's help yes. people get their marriages on let's help them see the value and benefits of having a good strong sexual and emotional and spiritual connection in their relationship well i think i referred to this as a movement when i introduced you uh -huh, uh -huh. And and I would love to see it become something like that, because I think that there's a lot of stagnation out there in relationships, and there doesn't need to be. Right. When, when people connect to the correct principles, they can get different outcomes. Mm -hmm. and, and it requires, as you said earlier, that level of humility, being willing to be wrong um, so that you will get out of your own way and actually try some things differently. Right. Right. Absolutely. This past so, weekend. Oh, this past weekend, we did our uh, annual marriage retreat here in St. Uh -huh. George and it's limited to only 20 couples. We sell out quickly <laughs> every time we do these things. So and, cool. um, uh, so 20 couples from all over from as far away as Alaska and Florida, you know, opposite ends of the country came uh -huh. <laughs> and it was incredible. And I'm just thinking about this one couple. We, you know, we've been talking about kind of um, billing, willing to be wrong, that humility. Yeah. We spent a great deal of our, it's, it's a four day, three day, four night, ah, four day, three night retreat. But in uh -huh. that we focus a lot on, you know, self-confrontation or like really seeing yourself and your role in your relationship. And I think about mm -hmm. a couple that came, he was hoping uh, she would get fixed by coming, like he's dragging her to the event mm -hmm. to, to, to get her fixed, so to speak. Let's, uh, she's the broken one. 
Right. <laughs> and I could just see a visible change in them like halfway through. And he's like, holy cow, I have as much of a role to play in the kind of marriage I'm co-creating. I've got right. the work I need to do. And he walked away with a lot more humility and like, I, I've got my, my role to play in this, if I'm going to have a good relationship and it's not what I thought it was. And they walked away, you know, having a great experience because they both came to that realization. Wow. There's lights that go on and just like with your story, Dan, you, Mm -hmm. you didn't know what you didn't know. Right. And something triggered you to realize, hey, wait a minute, that this might not be what I thought it was. And then new possibilities open up. And I love that you're bringing people together and sharing that information. I hope that it becomes much more of a movement because I love what you're doing. Dan, tell us where people can connect with you. I know your website has access to the apps and the different events that you're doing. It's uh, getyourmarriageon.com. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Uh huh. And so the main app, it. yes. And the main app to download is called Intimately Us. Intimately Us. Intimately Us. You can just search for that on the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store. And then I have a few other apps too. So if you, yeah, as you download that one or see Get Your Marriage On as a developer, you'll see some of the other apps we've developed too. And then a podcast by the same name, Get Your yes. Marriage On. Yep. Um, where you sometimes feature people like Dr. Some really Paul. cool people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Love the collaboration. Dan, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and experience with us here today at Live On Purpose Radio. Thank you. Happy to be here. You guys, you've heard it. Time to do something about it. Visit Dan's website, getyourmarriageon.com. Download the app or apps, because you've got several, Mm -hmm. and have some fun with that, and then share it with other people too, because I think we're going to make this into a movement. Sound good? Awesome. Yep. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. You've heard it. Go do it. It's time to live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it and leave us a rating too. It's time now to live on purpose.